Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. I am super excited about this episode. If you guys have been watching and listening to our podcast for a while, you're going to recognize some of these faces. We have the global team from Adidas or Adidas, and I'm so excited to talk about the shoe that we are going to be talking about. The first thing I want you guys to do is quickly introduce yourselves, and then we'll get into the next question. Why don't we start with Carly? Hi, Michelle. It's really nice to see you again. I'm Carly Tati-Buet, and I work in um, creative direction and design here at Adidas. Awesome. Annette, you're next. All right. Hi, Michelle. Also, great pleasure to be back here with you. I, my name is Annette Steinkatz. I head up the business side for product on uh, for tennis at Adidas. Daniel? Last but not least, yeah, happy happy to be on the on the call again, uh, Michelle. Yeah, I'm Daniel Neuerberg, I'm the category director for tennis and court sports footwear, and really happy to uh, represent the team over here, and uh, really happy to be with you on the call again. Awesome! I'm so excited. I have so many things to talk about. My head's just kind of like going a mile a minute. Um, First things first. Okay. We're going to talk about this shoe. It's absolutely beautiful. I need you guys to tell me the correct way to pronounce it. Cause I've said Ava court. I've said Ava court. Is there a correct pronunciation for this shoe? Yeah. So Ava court is the correct pronunciation. Okay. But we're with, with both. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Adidas and Adidas. <laughs> Depends on where you are in the world. <laughs> we are going to get into that. However, I have to preface this. I am slightly obsessed with what the brand has been doing. I already kind of geeked out before we pushed record, but this jacket, I was telling these guys the print, I saw it, I had to buy it. We all work in the industry and like, we know, like we often don't have to go out of our way to purchase certain items. I have been purchasing with my own, (laughs) my own funds, Adidas stuff from head to toe lately. I am going to take off my shoes and show our audience because I literally can't stop talking about these shoes. (laughs) These are the ultra boost and they have the rich mincy pattern and they are technically a running category shoe. I had been stalking your website, no joke for a month. And on March 1st, (laughs) I had been talking about it every day on March 1st. I texted my sister and I said, do I actually need these shoes? And she said, yes, they're so you. And um, I haven't taken them off since. So talk to me a little bit about the designs you guys have been working on and how like fresh and everything is over there. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're definitely super excited to hear your feedback, Michelle, and endorsement of the team's works. Uh, but we're, we're really vested in focusing on bringing exciting colors and new print direction and things that can be kind of never seen, but iconically Adidas to the market for all of the sport needs, all of the lifestyle needs, and just um, leading in the space. And the teams are supercharged by focusing in laser sharp into the consumers and what we're hearing from the ones, the needs, and from what we also see from the design filters as being um, directional, leading us into the future. Nice. I love that. So this episode is dedicated to this new shoe, Avacourt, and it is a women-specific shoe. And I just want to get straight into it. You guys have 
made a women's specific shoe in the past. And the, there's one right now that is a favorite amongst many, many, many women out there. The Stella court previously, the Stella barricade. I know every female tennis player at tennis warehouse has that shoe in their top three. Um, talk to me about the process of coming together with a new shoe for women and updating the Stella court to the Ava court. Yeah, no, it's, it's maybe I'll, I'll take this one. I think, um, or have a first shot at it. It's great to hear the, the love for, for the Stella court shoe. And, um, that is matched, um, by many, uh, including ourselves. And it's, it's definitely a space that, um, we feel really, really passionate and, uh, confident about having, having kind of owned that for so long. Uh, and it's definitely will continues to be a winner for, for many on and, and off the court, um, may I say. So, um, I mean, as you, as you know, we have um, a significant lineup of tennis shoes in our portfolio, you know, that, that reaches the entire spectrum from uh, whatever a player needs on the court, um, whether it's stability, uh, all the way to the other end of the spectrum, of a lightweight, uh, fast shoe with Ubersonic. And um, on all the shoes that we have in our portfolio, we, we have a dual gender approach. So we have making, making sure that the shoe is accessible for both female and male players. Um, and, and what is also important here is that all of the women's shoes of the entire portfolio um, are tailored to women's specific needs. So um, we always um, put a lot of effort in making sure that the, the fit of the shoe is built on a women's specific last, um, that color heights, material choices, um, you know, abrasion zones, that adjustments are made on all of our shoes the portfolio to women's athletes' needs. When we talk about Avocourt, this is really where uh, we know that a lot of female tennis athletes, um, you know, a lot of learnings um, actually prefer to find a shoe and wear a shoe on court that somehow sits in the middle of that spectrum. You know, you have Barricade. It's, it's a very supportive, confident, stable product. And on the other side with Supersonic, we have a super fast shoe in the lineup, but we know that for a lot of female players, the sweet spot is really in that middle, you know, where there is not such a preference um, or need for, for going one or the other way. And um, I mean, the learnings from Stella and the love that the shoe has been uh, enjoying, you know, is, is one, one part of the formula, but at the same time, you know, over the course of the years, we've been uh, able to collect a lot of additional data, insights, uh, working with our pro athletes in particular, uh, doing research on what are female athletes' specific needs, desires, and um, preferences on court. And, and that really all laddered up in the end where, where we felt so strongly about um, having that all that in additional insight and in it being time to update that space uh, and put all forces together and create uh, other court. Um, so really happy um, with, with having all the ammunition that's gone into it. Nice. I really like what you said, how, I mean, I know there was a ton of research done and I would love to hear even more about what you guys have learned through the research process, but even hearing that you did so much research, hearing that women really do like that stable shoe, but they also like that light and comfort. And then like being able to have the sense to be like, okay, let's put something in the middle because so often we see these lines of shoes and they match up men, women, men, women, men, women, 
And that's great. And a lot of times women can find success with one of those options, but they might not even know that something better exists. And there's, this is like a hybrid of exactly um, what women are craving. So I guess that kind of leads me into, I'm always trying to be like women positive and um, really strong females. Obviously that is a big passion point of mine. But what, how did the research even begin? What kind of research were you doing? Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, I can can take that one. So um, yeah, that was a, a great journey. Maybe be, before I start, um, because, uh, you know, what always starts with is, is history as well. Um, so um, and prior to that meeting, I went to the archive and, you know, we started um, such journeys uh, far back in the days. And and one of the, the nice uh, things from the archive was definitely the first shoe um, from Billie Jean King back in the days, you know, that was the first uh, tennis shoe, women's tennis shoe built over a women's specific last. So, uh, you know, we, we started that 49 years ago, so very, very long time already. And um, it was also the first color tennis shoe, by the way, um, before women's tennis shoe. So in, before all the shoes were white with uh, color pops, but um, this one was then the first fully colored one. So I think um, it goes way back, you know, that we that we started to think about um, female consumers and, and also female tennis players. And, and all of that kind of led up to where we are right now. Um, so when we talk about the Avacourt, the journey began basically three years ago um, when we went into research and also because the Stella Court uh, was there and we took a lot of learnings. Um, the learnings came mainly from our athlete service team and our uh, testing and quality team um, who are researching, you know, talking to the athletes, talking to the consumers. And uh, they do that across all levels. And this was a very important point for us um, that we are not looking just at one level, but we are really gathering all that information from, you know, all players out there. And then we use these insights um, to, to create this new shoe. So one of the things that, uh, that went into it was foot scans. So we did a lot of foot scans and the, actually the foot scans showed us that uh, women in general have a softer arch, and um, this related then to designing a special midfoot support system to avoid pressure points, for example. Um, the other thing was wear patterns. You know, we, we, we looked at wear patterns from top athletes down to amateur players, and, and what we saw was that the highest wear out is around the toes. So um, that led to a certain construction around the toes where we wanted to uh, combine a, a soft material, you know, with a more protective material to allow uh, toe freedom, but at the same time, you know, uh, give that protection and abrasion resistance where needed. And this all kind of added up. So we looked into cushioning and proportions and tread patterns uh, to, to adjust that shoe basically to the demands, to all the demands of, of female athletes. Um, so yeah, this was how the whole thing came together. And then it rounded up uh, becoming then the other court. I'd love to build on uh, Daniel's inputs as well. We also talked a lot about how the product would make the consumer feel and what it was that we wanted to bring through the connectivity to the product beyond the technical elements. You know, how do they feel connected and attached to it? How will they react the first time that they see it? And how will that help them feel supported in their game? That's super important, I think, especially as a female consumer. I mean, you already heard me blab about my <laughs> my my apparel that like it really does have such a big impact on um, the experience 
I think, because if you want to put that shoe on or you want to put that whatever piece of clothing on, it really just, there's a little extra pep in your step. And after the past couple of years, you know, we're, if it's a material thing, it's okay. If it brings you joy and shoes bring me a lot of joy. So, um, I was going to ask you guys if you could kind of maybe walk me through the technologies and what makes this shoe different from maybe a Stella court or even a barricade or an Ubersonic and just kind of talk about its unique, um, characteristics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fine, fine, fine to do here and, and really start with, with the product. That's, that's obviously the, the key thing. Um, so yeah, when, when we looked at the shoe and, and you said it, the Stella Court was a great reference, um, because it was a shoe that was appreciated, um, by a lot of consumers over a very long time. So we obviously took learnings and I mentioned a few of them. So I, I'm going to start with what I already mentioned. Um, so we had that toe support area here where we um, have this TPU toe cap um, protecting the forefoot, but then going in combination with that very breathable, very soft and very comfortable mesh that allows a really great fit. Um, so in this case, um, that is something that's super specific about that shoe um, compared to other shoes. Um, then I talked about the midfoot uh, where we have this support saddle that you can see here in the, in the middle. Um, and that actually, we brought that closer to the foot. So in this case, that the shoe, you know, that the female foot is more hugged uh, rather than you, you put a hard kind of protection around it. So that was a very, very key part. And then um, we, one thing which we, which we um, also learned over the various researches was female players appreciate a higher amount of torsionability. So this was why we um, applied this torsion system here in that way that it really allows torsionability in the way and provides more freedom. One important point was looking at um, perspective. So we always looked at the top down or toe down to also make sure you know that the shoe is sleek and doesn't kind of add up a thousand materials um, which you don't want to have around your foot. So. Um, that's very one one very important point. And then the key about it is um, also that this is built about a very specific last. Um, this is the only shoe that's built uh, over this last in our whole range. And the last is actually um, created to be uh, to become all the materials closer to the foot because the one thing that you don't want to have is you know um, some some room in the in the or space somewhere. Um, so here because we have haptical very. Uh, uh, great materials that we uh, chose as well. And um, this allows us to be very close to the foot and create that comfortable and hugged fit uh, around the, the full foot. So these are the key things that make that shoe so specific and um, and also have uh, like give you a great experience and what Carly mentioned before, confidence on court, because that's one of the most important things. Well, and I love just even having it in hand. It feels very, feels feminine. Like the toe box is actually like very soft feeling in, in regards to the shape. I don't know if I've seen a ton of shoes lately look this polished, I guess. And then even the cushioning, it's like you step in and it's like, okay, this is really comfortable. There's a lot of attention to the things that I think a lot of women do crave. And I don't know if it's female specific, but something I've been, or maybe it's my age, but something I've been hearing a lot lately from women on the court is like 
issues with bunions and stuff like that. And this shoe solves that issue from what I can see. I obviously haven't experimented with it, but it seems like one of those that's like super soft in all the right spots. So that is super exciting um, to hear. Could you guys talk to me a little bit about some of the testing that was done, maybe with some of the pro players? Yeah, I think, Kali, you had uh, one point. Oh, I just, you know, on the style notes as well, because you started speaking to Michelle, so it's probably a good time to add on to that. We wanted it to be intuitively soft and feminine, and we we built in some cues to lend to that, too. Um, This element and aspect of lightness, you know, when you look at it, you imagine that it would be light, and yet you can see that it's also supportive. So you are working in synergy. You imagine that it's going to be really um, supportive and comfortable. And we did that by building these layers of transparencies and allowing the consumer to also see and kind of demystify what's inside the shoe. It's almost like one of the watches when you can see all of the inner working parts. Um, here, how you can see the saddle support and how you have the heel counter overlays. And we let the uh, anti-abrasion details also kind of inform the design detail so that it all worked in synergy. And, and when you also look down at your feet, um, it brings you confidence because you feel like it has a very beautiful toe down and that it fits your foot very nicely. Yeah. That's one thing just like looking at it and it doesn't matter how big your feet are. It feels very like beautiful and soft and feminine, but like, I'm going to go compete like a warrior on the court. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I jumped in on the, on the testing question because, um, you, you, you wanted to know. Yeah. So one, one thing, um, we, we tested that across, as I said, across all levels of, of players. Uh, with and I have to say that as well with a key focus also on the next generation players because they same as us they want to shape the future of tennis so here we definitely want to hear their thoughts and and their opinions about that shoe um, so we went out there we we had a lot of testing on this on this shoe and and really gathered gathered a lot of information also during that process a uh, three year process is obviously quite long so um, that shoe had a, a certain journey as well. And uh, one thing that I wanted to add as well, because you, had, you talked about cushioning, um, one important point for us was also the way how we construct it, and we wanted to construct it in a very integrative way. Um, so the Bounce Pro that we have on, on this shoe um, allows us to combine the uh, dual density or the, the two densities of the foam also in a way that is super comfortable and allows that um, great combination of uh, cushion and support. So in this case, um, it was also something, and and this came also over testing, where we then uh, learned with the athletes and with the consumers that this is the right path to go, and we had the right technology at that time to you know hold hands and and go that route to to make that shoe what it is right now. Nice. I was going to mention also the Stella Court is one of those shoes. And I'm not trying to say like men and women are completely different in this regard, but it's, well, there are pros wearing it on court. I was going to say, we saw in the Australian Open that she was very prevalent. Um, Danielle Collins was, she, again, she opted to choose that shoe. I, I pretty sure she bought them from Tennis Warehouse, but, um, which is exciting. The Stella Court doesn't have like a huge pro presence. And I think that like speaks even further to it because it just has this reputation from women telling other women, like, this is the best shoe. This is so soft. It's comfortable. It's supportive. I can wear it all day. It's cute. It's stylish. And I like how 
a shoe can live on its own without being front and center at every tournament. Um, whereas I feel like sometimes maybe the men are like, well, what pro is wearing it? I'm not going to wear it unless they, you know, so-and-so wears it. Um, so that's something really cool that we've seen with the Stella court. It's kind of like that word of mouth. I feel like women are really good at doing that. Like, Hey, you need a recommendation for, you know, a doctor, a podcast, a shoe. I got you. Um, so hopefully I think I would assume they still just kind of follow in place. Yeah, that's the, the biggest, greatest compliment you can get, right? When women uh, vote uh, with their feet on one side, but also um, it gets recommended to one another. And um, I mean, that's that's the ultimate ultimate goal that we would be loving to achieve with with Avaport as well. But it, it will be it will be visible on the professional uh, court as well. So. <laughs> And I think that, that groundbreaking work behind Stellacore, you know, and that adoption uh, of that product has, has also paved the way in some ways, our collaboration together um, with technology and style and, you know, leaning into our history with um, the reference points that Daniel showed us. It, it's, it's all, you know, paving the way to continue to push forward into this territory of amplifying women and, and helping bring them the tools to be the best at their game. Yeah. Um, I would like to, I I'm kind of all over the place. And I think that's often what happens when I get really excited about something. Cause I'm like, but let's talk about this. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. I really love that you brought up the Billie Jean King shoe and all of that. And then even going through your history of female athletes, especially on the tennis court, can we talk through some of that history and all the, the strong women that have been an ambassador for your brand? That list is so, is so large. It's so long. Okay. <laughs> I can give you some of my favorites. Okay. Growing up, Steffi Graf was my absolute favorite player. No joke. Um, I dressed up as her in like the first grade and gave like a presentation. So maybe we can go with, her, talk a little bit about her. Um, I know Ivanovich was a very strong presence on tour and she's still a strong presence um, as a mom off tour, kind of like being a female athlete, I feel like she's kind of like, I can now resonate with her. Like she's living life and doing her thing, but she's not playing pro tennis. So maybe those two can help kick it off a little bit. Yeah. I, I think you, you kick, you're touching on a, on an interesting point. You know how, um, I think women athletes so often maybe, and I don't know this might be provocative in a way to say, but they transcend the, the pro professional, the, the sport context of their life uh, in, in a seemingly more, even more natural way than maybe men, you know, uh, or male athletes. Not saying that it's, you know, just one or the other, but um, I mean, you know, in, in preparation with this, I, you know, I've been thinking about it, who is, who is an athlete who inspires me and why? And I think, you know, you, you mentioned Ivanovich, but, um, you know, like, Today's athletes, you know, uh, Petkovic for me is, is someone who, I, who resonates especially well with someone like me, where I think she's just an all-around awesome person um, who is a fantastic uh, athlete, you know, with an amazing track record and on-court performances. But at the same time, she is one of the funniest people I've met. Um, she's really smart. She has so much else going and she's human and relatable and inspirational just on both sides, right, on and off the court. And I think that really is, is when you have that, that whole package uh, of, of an athlete who inspires you. Yes. And she's so strong. I, and I think as women, we, we see strength in other women and we're like, yes, girl, let's go. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, let's have you guys answer that question because I definitely want to hear who is inspiring you right now, or it doesn't even have to be right now, any, any time in, in the space as a female athlete. I think we've got a Petkovic fan club over here. So oh, nice. on that. We had a chance to work with her a few times and she's just extraordinary. So well-rounded, literary, authentic, um, a great role model in the space. I have to add Sakari. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we've also had a chance to, to, you know, meet with her and work with her and such an inspirational human, really just so hardworking and down to earth and, and always focusing on betterment. Um, and then another court player, but not in tennis, um, Asma El Badawi in basketball is is a, a great influence. And I, I have to add my mom, yes. uh, who's an avid swimmer and probably one of my first precursors in the sport. Yeah, I do a plus one on Sakari. I think um, <laughs> when, whenever I, I see her or we get the opportunity, she is, you know, she's so fierce on the court. She's so incredibly powerful. Uh, and, and, and strong in her presence on the court. And when you talk to her and we have the pleasure of, of, of having those meetings with uh, the likes of her, she's just the most approachable, nicest, smart, kind um, partner in crime in, in, in our work. And um, she, as Kali mentioned, she did play a big role also in the development of, of this product and others. Nice. I know a lot of us like her as well, but I have a colleague at uh, BMP Parba at the moment. And she's been doing a little bit of our social stuff and on her own personal Instagram, it's been like Sakari, 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 Sakari. <laughs> so then yesterday it was like tennis warehouse, Sakari, Sakari. I was like, someone <laughs> is trying to be president of her fan club right now. We love her as well. <laughs> we're, we're all because we were so inspired by people along the way. And then coming to Adidas and, and looking at athletes past and present, male and female, um, we're never short on inspiration. For sure. Daniel, what about you? Who are the strong women that you look up to? Yeah. I, um, and you, you started with Steffi Graf. I mean, uh, to be honest, like she, she was the hero during, I'm mean, growing up in Germany. Um, she was the hero back in the days. And I wanted to say one, one thing, I mean, it's, it's the one thing what you, what you, what you leave on the court, um, but that you built such a legacy is for me impressive. Um, and, and this is what really inspires and, and had the chance to meet her once. Uh, and it was just amazing. So, um, she's, she's an in, like amazing person. And, and this is where I feel, um, it's it's one thing, you know, being being successful on court, but uh, aside of the court, um, there is there is a lot more going on, and um, I'm I'm really, you know, proud to to say that we have ambassadors like her um, who are amazing uh, on and off the court. I ha I have to say as well that I that I really like the next generation of of you know upcoming players there there as well. Um, had the chance to meet Clara Towson um, a few weeks ago, and it was great talking to her. Um, there is a lot going on on the tour, and it's it's great to see how they deal with all that, and 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 also the way you know they they build up, um, speaking out, and and being proud and confident is is amazing to see. Yes, definitely. It it seems like now more than ever there might be more challenges, and with the nature of life now with social media and everything, it's stuff that, you know, these athletes are kind of handling first for the first time. And it is very interesting to watch 
some players really grow and thrive and speak well and be a great ambassador. And then it's just not working out as well for others, but you know, it's, it's, it's so interesting for sure. Um, they are obviously dealing with more than just playing on the court. There's a lot going on. Carly, I think this one's for you. Can you give some sneak peeks or give me some inspiration on what kind of colors and designs we might start to see on the Ava court? Because, you know, obviously I like something a little bit more wild, but I think the Stella court did such a good job of creating designs and colors for women who like, you know, it it suits, there's something for everyone. So if you like something really bright and bold, you usually have something. And if you like something more muted, there's always that option as well. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely focused on um, having colorways that had a few different logics behind them so that, you know, with this one, you can see kind of white base plus color pops. Uh, But we also worked into um, additional colorways, more print based. Can we show the... um... (laughs) Sure. Yeah, maybe we could show you something that, oh. that you'll like that you probably may have not have seen yet. So um, this is our Richmond UC iteration for the collab. We were able to work in some really nice print to play off of these beautiful uh, monofilament uppers and translucent rubber outsole so that you could um, just have a different depth and dimension to the product. So that's one little sneak peek that we'll share. Nice. And we'll have others that I can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, see them and um, become excited about them. And we'll try to get you some free pre-release. Um, okay, good. Because I, I need, I need some, no, I'm just kidding. I always love when we have meetings with you guys and we get little sneak peeks. And then like, once the meeting's over, it's like everyone leaves the office and like runs down the hall. Like, oh my gosh, did you see that shoe? Yeah. As tennis enthusiasts and shoe geeks it's definitely our highlight when we get to when we're excited about new products and we're going to share a bit of the sneak peeks as well and and we hope that the market will be just as excited as we are with it yes for sure what else i was going to say maybe we can just kind of speak a little bit more about the importance of creating this silo creating something for women and continuing to you know lean in and put some equity behind a female play because, and I guess that kind of leads me in where that will lead me to another question is being a female in an industry that can't, I always like hesitate to say it correctly because as a female, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to offend a male, but being a female in a male dominated industry, (laughs) sorry, Daniel. Um, Let's talk about those two things. I'll start with it. You know, it's, I I don't think that the industry created a situation like that intentionally. It's just the way that it was for some years and um, breaking into design in the sport uh, arena as a female designer was challenging. I have to say at the time, I never thought about it other than, okay, what am I going to keep doing to upskill, to work towards betterment, to show up with the work. And then once I made some progress, how can I teach mentor and pass it on. And that really early on uh, led me to teaching at Fashion Institute in New York and Paris College of Art to try to kind of bring some speedboats to others who were trying to find their way, male and female in the industry, but um, particularly uh, within young females coming up in the industry. And I have to say to break into footwear, I had to to do a a fair amount of self-upskilling. I actually 
traveled to factories and other geographies and learned all the technical inner works, inner workings of football, of a product and football running, uh, every technical sport to feel like I would be ready and be able to compete. And um, the real breakthrough in the end, uh, although there were some successes and great journeys along the way, was here at Adidas. And we're really showing the investment into the person, not the gender, into the work. Um, and, and that kind of culmination of those years of diligence um, prepared for this moment where I can truly, as a, a creative leader in the brand also, pass that on. And I, I can't tell you how important that's been. I've, I've got young females coming to me frequently, um, asking for some keys, asking for some advice, and I'm able to bring them back some real life experiences to help shape and influence those pathways. And we've got the brand that's supporting it. And I think that also really connects to the Billie Jean King reference when we were first. It connects to our Anya boot in the 70s when we were leading in football, when after women had been welcomed back into the sport, we were the first ones to get out there and, and produce product um, to support the athletes. And so, you know, that, that journey has been unique. It hasn't been without challenges, um, but I wouldn't change it. Uh, it really taught me a lot along the way. Nice. I, I love that. And I think I sometimes hesitate speaking about this and it's tough because, you know, if someone were to walk in a room and there's men and women and they wanted to know about a shoe, I don't think they'd come to me first, but kind of like you said, you did your due diligence, you put in the work, you figured it out. And it's like, it's, it's fun to kind of also surprise those people. Like, well, let me tell you why this does that because I've done my homework and I know, and it's, it's a passion. So that's awesome. And it's been good that we've been seeing these dynamics shift, um, you know, for some time now, while, you know, historically men were the default in, in the sporting sport industry, whether it's um, in, in the people who shape it and, and drive it and live it, but also in how we create um, I, I'm really pleased to to continue to observe that this has just been, that's now a, a thing of the past um, and, and we're kind of over that hurdle. And I think no one questions creating absolutely world-class best types products um, that are uncompromised for, for anyone. So it's, again, like Kali said, not targeting a gender necessarily, but, but people, humans, and, and really looking into their individual needs and, and desires and uh, preferences and doing that in an uncompromised manner with all that we have at our disposal. And also as an employee at, at, at Adidas and have been here for quite some time, you know, it is absolutely tangible. And the shift needs to happen. You know, it needs to be a lived shift. Um, you know, it needs to be your lived reality at a company like um, ours. And that also then enables us to create in a genuine, authentic manner into that opportunity. And it's it's not just in tennis. And and you might have you might have been seeing work coming from from our training group with a, a big big bra revolution. You know, we have some running silhouettes that are created with uh, with a uh, women's runner uh, focus. So it, it's not just in tennis that we're doing this, and, and really um, having that laser focus on on the the person who we're creating for, the athlete we're creating for. Yes. And I have, I mean, like I stalk your guys' website all the time. So I definitely had sent that sports bra play to several people in this company. Really proud of that. That turned out amazing. And I think that's just also something you guys are doing well. And this does not have a gender 
bias, but you're showing a diverse athlete. You're showing an athlete of any age, any size, any color, any race, any background, any capability. And we're, we're talking more about inclusivity and it's just really cool to see such a big brand take that stance because it makes it easier for everyone else to also then follow suit because it's not always an easy thing. Yeah. If, if I, if I can, I would also take one spin back to the product again, because that, that was a a good one that you mentioned conversations. And what we realized is a lot of the conversations when we started uh, talking about the new shoe, about the Avacord, a lot of conversations started with the fact, so how do female athletes move different than male athletes? And we, we, we always went in and, and said, like, we don't want to, you know, look at the differences. We actually want to look at uh, how, like, what does a female tennis player need? You know, mm -hmm. what, what, is, what is it that, that makes her then move best on court, feel best on court and not, you know, versus how a male athlete would then, you know, move or, or behave or work. So I think that is a, also a different point of view that we established during the process to say like, that is the only way that we are not doing compromises, but we are just doing the things that are right. And, and this is um, how the, the development of, of this shoe also went. And, and what we did over the three years is, is looking at the demands at, at everything that's needed um, for a female player to play at her personal best and, and live with that shoe and, you know, on court in, in a very confident way to, to allow her to do everything that she wants to do in her game. Nice. I love that word, that confidence keeps coming up because we know that that's so important when you're on the court, you need that confidence. Well, and imagine, you know, it's cold outside, you want to play, but you don't want to go out, you don't want to go out and play, but, but you know, there's it's these little confidence builders or morale builders that, that we can build in um, that gives that extra boost of encouragement. This is a shoe for every athlete. Um, and for that is why I don't want to look only at the top athletes. Um, you said it before, this is a shoe for all and every um, female athlete uh, that is out there. Um, who wants to have a shoe that is inspired by and created for female athletes. Um, that is the, the key point uh, about this product. And, um, and important is also that, that everything on this shoe inherits the demands of female athletes. So, you know, this, this is where I, where I would say at the moment, you know, I would be proud to see that on every court all over the place um, as soon as possible. Awesome it exudes that female touch and confidence. And like, I hate to use the word pretty because sometimes we, we feel like that dumbs down something, but it's pretty and that's okay. It's okay to feel pretty on a tennis court when you're like sweating and like, you know, at your, your peak. So I think it, it's, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it on players of all ages, all sizes, all shapes, all experience levels, someone that's never played tennis, someone that's been playing tennis since they were five. Like it's, I'm sure that that's going to happen. I'm confident in you guys and this shoe. It looks absolutely beautiful. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to test it yet, but like, you know, I'm like drooling, salivating. Like I can't wait to get it on and get on the court in it because it's just one of those shoes that you see and you want to put it on. And like, you kind of also want to like, make sure you walk by people on the way to the court. So people can be like, Oh, what's that? <laughs> you know, to that point, Michelle, we had a lot of athletes say to us that they often change shoes after they get to the court and put the tennis shoe on when they get there to play. Cause they don't, mm -hmm. 
feel like some of their tennis product is as wearable to and from. And that was another goal we had here was that, you know, you feel like you can wear it wherever to and from on court, et cetera. Um, so, you know, that's, that's something that we really wanted to infuse into this. And I wonder also in your research, did you find that women tend to find a shoe that they like and just kind of like want to just always, I mean, men as well, but like, are they more likely to stay pretty loyal to the shoe? Absolutely. Consistency is an, an, a very important topic. Um, it is an important topic for us. As soon And this is for everyone. As soon as you like something, you, you, you want to keep it, you want to go ahead with it. And this is also very important when you talk about the, how the things develop, why we um, took a lot of the learnings from the Stella Court, because uh, we also want to build on, on, you know, a certain pattern that, uh, that athletes love. And this is one of the key things that went into the new shoe as well. So absolutely, that was a, a pattern and the feedback that came often up in the research. And it's funny because, uh, you know, they... Players talk, love to talk about generations of shoes and you always get, you know, there was this one shoe in the past that I really loved and it was my beloved shoe. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not existing anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the usual way it goes. So uh, this is why Avacord builds on a lot of known formulas uh, that we had uh, learned over the research and really builds on, on that to also build that consistency with the consumers and the athletes. Awesome. Um, is there any origin story behind the name Avacourt? That was an interesting one. So Avacourt, yeah. And I, I want to do one kind of um, shout out to uh, Katarina, who was the product manager for this shoe, can't be on the call, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was definitely a research uh, done for the name. And uh, Ava links back um, to Old Northern um, to the old northern language and goes back to eve and you know um first women and obviously we felt there was a great connection between that and the court and we wanted to bring the two worlds together and we, we felt and came up with our court was the perfect merge so in this case yeah this was how the how the name was created and coming up Nice. I like that. It's set. And I mean, like even saying Avacor, it's like, you kind of feel soft feminine, but also like, let's go play tennis. <laughs> awesome. If you could give our listeners just a quick little like tagline about this shoe, like what sells this shoe? What, why should they try it? What's the best reason to put it on their feet? How is this shoe going to change their lives? Because I can tell you shoes do change lives. <laughs> So um, this is really the shoe that is, was created for all female players. Um, and it was created or inspired by and created from, you know, uh, female athletes and, and for female athletes. And this is very important. So it, it really is that shoe that inherits all the demands of female players to provide. And I go back, um, maximum confidence also on court. And this is what the shoe overall inherits in a nutshell. I'm writing that down, maximum confidence, because I need those phrases in my life on an everyday basis, but I just love that, like as a tagline, maximum confidence. So um, I'll be working on the description on our website and you will for sure see that phrase on there. Maybe I can build on that a little bit. Um, you know, if you're looking for really what is best, if you want to play your best tennis yet in truly an uncompromised, confident manner, feel comfortable and 
be completely free from any distraction and look beautiful, this is your go-to shoe. It really is that sweet spot of the best of all things. It is informed, enriched, and based on, on deep, deep insight. And we, we really know this is going to make you feel uh, unbeatable on the courts. And in this female-led design, I mean, this, this product is made for our feet. So we can really feel comfortable with that. It's not going to have fit issues because it was made on less that weren't for women. You know, it's, it's really every little millimeter of the product has been thought to optimize a fit that can work across um, a large group of women. Awesome. I'm so excited for the launch of this shoe. March 24th is when we can start ordering and look forward to getting even closer to this product. Um, I know this has been such a big project for you guys, and I don't think our listeners realize how long the production of a shoe can take, especially when you're starting literally with a new last and everything. So really cool to see this come to fruition. I'm sure you guys are very excited for the launch and to see all your hard work come, come to market. And, um, you guys are doing an awesome job. Like I really love everything that the brand is standing for. Um, you're just one of those brands that like, I, I constantly am looking for inspiration and I keep finding it in your brand. So thank you guys for just continuing to be authentic and, listen to the consumer rather than just pro players or whatnot. And just using as our Rick would say, all the, all the colors in the the coloring box, all the colors in the crayon box. Um, it's just really cool to see all the ideas continue to flourish. So thanks you guys for joining me. Anything else that you want to add before we wrap this? think just just one more thing that I want to say is, uh, and you said it sneak peek, there is a lot more to come. Um, we have really, we are excited on what we still have in the pipeline. So uh, yeah, abs- absolutely happy to be, to be here. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. There is, there is a lot um, of things coming soon. And, and the gratitude is mutual, you know, thanks so much for having us. It's always such an inspiration to talk to you as well and, and feel the love of how it goes both ways. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle, for the great questions as always. Of course. Thank you guys so much. Everyone go check out the Avocourt shoe. We are so excited. I, you know, you can stay tuned for the full play test from the ladies of Tennis Warehouse. And um, just keep your eye out for all the things that Adidas is doing this year. You know that they are continuing, continuing to push the limits and bring us some cool stuff. So thanks, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.